Hello guys, we are back for a brand new episode of the podcast and today we have a very special guest with us. He is a, a three-time BFL heavyweight champion with a record of five wins and one loss. Uh, Kao, the Bigfoot Machado. How are you? Hey, Ahmed. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me in the podcast again. Uh, again, oh, for the first time, my <laughs> pleasure. Hopefully and- again. Yeah, doing good, training hard, fights coming, so I'm uh, getting excited for it. Yeah, um, I mean, you're fighting in October, I believe. So, yes, October 1st. Uh, a couple October 1st, so we're a couple of weeks away. How are you feeling? How's training camp been going? Training camp is being one of the best training camps for me, like, is easily, to be honest. Like, I pretty much kept going from, from, the, from my last my last fight camp and i took just a couple couple of days rest so i never lose them lost the momentum so i just kept going kept the cardio going kept the training so and i feel like just another day at the office i don't feel i don't need to push myself because i'm already there it's just a matter to to keep to keep the shape and then tied up strategy for the fight and yeah it's been good to work a couple of nice tools and excited to the next match how how you um how much weight do you cut by the way? Because you you're not you're not a massive heavyweight. I'm a heavyweight. Yeah, yeah I don't cut at all. I, I I walk around. I, I I'm bulking actually. I bulking. I fall last time at two thirty, and I I'm trying to get gain some weight just just because of the weight difference of my last fight and, and my last couple of fights, and be more in the middle of the division. I'm at two forty five right now. Yeah, 245. Uh, that's, that's a pretty good size, actually. I thought you were smaller, to be honest, from watching your fights. But I'm surprised you're 245. Well, you're pretty good weight then. Um, I think most uh, top heavyweights now are around that weight anyway. So you fit right in uh, the category. So um, I just want to talk about your last fight before we talk about your, com- uh, your upcoming fight. Yeah. Uh, Chris Lawson. So that guy was like jacked. I don't know what something was going on or whatever, but that guy was jacked. Um, like, you know, when you like clinched up, so because he clinched up quite a few times, but you think hey, this guy's really strong, or was he not as strong at all? How, how would you assess that fight? Like, I knew he was strong, he would come trying to go from take my head off in the first, uh, you know, the fight because a guy that big usually doesn't have the cardio to keep, keep going for long, and he doesn't have the mobility to keep up with my game. So, I knew it was just like moving around. Keeping keep my calm, and at some point I would uh, he would be tired, and he was my plan was starting up and then pissing apart. But he came with uh, his chin open, and I saw the opportunity, and that was a beautiful uh, left hook to to put him down. And yeah, I mean, you two are probably the, the rank, the top two heavyweights in Canada. So yeah, that finish it reminded me a bit Chocolate Dell kind of as moving backwards and. You hit him with a hook and slept him. Uh, what, what was that experience for you? Because he was bull rushing you the whole fight. You were kind of being the master, moving back. Uh, were, were you always looking for a kind of? Were you? Was your game plan kind of a countering game plan instead of going forward, or is that just how the fight happened? Yeah, that that was a little bit more specific. That kind of game plan was perfect set for that fight. We knew how he was going to he was going to come that way. And I knew my my game plan was to be the matador over there and just wait till he comes with drop his hand and, and just counter on top of it. 
Uh, I train every day that kind of move. So it was natural when it happens in the fight. Uh, we saw my team and I, we saw, saw that happening and it was just, just a matter of putting the paper, put on the action in the cage and, and do that. Uh, I not, not necessarily, I really like my counter game. I really like my mobility, but I, I'm trying to, to keep a little bit more pressure right now. Like, Keeping keeping the idea of in and out and my footwork that's above average for the heavyweight division, but trying to put a little bit more pressure on my opponents, I think would be a good uh, addition to my game. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, having both styles is great. Depending on the opponent, right? Uh, styles make fights. Um, your your next opponent, I couldn't find the name, so I don't know whether it's been announced or it hasn't. Has there been announced? Not official, but it's already. I'm, I'm already allowed to to say I'm fighting uh, Randy McCarthy from. I think he's from Albuquerque, U.S. Okay, so we're getting the U.S. We're going out now. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. No one in Canada wants to take this fight, so we had to go to the states I mean, and bring I mean, someone. You're the one now. Who else left is it to fight? You because uh, I've looked at the list. You fought on all the best guys, so I mean now it's time to expand to the U.S. Um, I mean BFL now. I'm looking at them nice both. Uh, did they give you three? Did they actually give you a separate belt for each uh, defense? See, yeah, I have a third belt I keep at the gym. So I right now I have three, two at home, one at the gym. I I gotta sort it out. One of them I want to send to my parents. One I keep one over here, and the next one I will give to my I will give to my head coach if everything works out as planned. Uh, that's for that will be for Chris Franklin for sure. All right, we don't see that a lot in uh, other promotions. I mean, uh, yeah, that's the heavy. Nice is it heavy? Yeah, it's very heavy. It's it's a nice one. Uh, yeah, it looks very nice. Uh, Reminds me a bit of the you know the old uh, UFC belts. I think they based on that hundred percent. Oh, it's I don't blame them. Yeah, the idea and the design it's very similar. Even the lettering, it's kind of I don't know copyrights if work how yeah. it works, but it's similar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, your opponent now. Um, how how do you base his style? What what what's your opinion on him? Do you feel like you know what is a worthy matchup or like um, he? From what I see from him, he's gonna he's a guy who's gonna come aggressive. He's gonna try to rush me, rush me in, try to bite a lock and take me down. He has a good ground game and he works very well from his back from his back. So respectfully, I just don't. I'm not gonna. But like respectfully, I'm training to fight guys that's on the UFC level. I'm trying to, I'm, I think I'm in a different level than this guy. I believe my believe myself being in a position that I would be in the top ten in the UFC right now. So uh, that being said, I I I'm just not gonna let him do that at all. I'm just gonna keep the pressure from the get go and just doing my game and in and out with that pressure that I'm trying to add in on my game. With uh, with the boxing wrestling, I've been working the last couple months. It's just gonna tie it up everything together, and that'll be. I'll take this fight no matter where. Yeah. Do, do you feel like that's kind of a good matchup? Like you said, you want to get to you see a guy that's wrestling aggressive coming forward. That's the kind of matchups you need before you get to that big stage. So, like for for this fight, it wasn't really about the matchup. We we had to like we took the guy that took the fight. Okay. Well, again, we we yeah. tried to look for other guys in Canada. No one. Guys? Fine. How many guys said no? Uh, 
uh, words from the BFL promotion. They, they said that six fighters said no to this fight. Wow. Oh, in order to play. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know the names. I kind of think, I kind of know, but I don't want to say anyone. They know who they are. Uh, but so we took this fight because also uh, scheduling uh, uh, for me. I'm I'm going to visit my family in Brazil by the end of the year, so that would be my last opportunity to fight for BFL this year. So I I took I took the fight and again if I if I really believe I I I can fight with the best in the UFC right now, I I shouldn't be worried about any of the guys in the local re, local scene. Exactly. Is this your last fight of your contract? Actually, we just signed a new contract to BFL for a three-fight deal, so that's the new the first fight. So, um, obviously, you're signed now with MTK MMA. Uh, yes. Big management company, upcoming management company in the MMA scene. Very big in the boxing world. Yeah. Uh, so, signing now with that kind of management deal, do you feel like that will... How do I put it? Kind of leapfrog you into bigger promotion now. Because, you know, but, these guys with no management, they're str- like, even though they may be good fighters, they're probably struggling to get into these big shows. So was that the motive behind that deal? Yeah, 100%. Like, in the end of the day, it's not just just about the fighting. You need to have the, the contacts and the people, like, the people who know people, so, so that need to know someone that knows someone. You need to be involved in, in, the, in this this market, in this world. And they are, they are there. They are doing the grind. They're they're talking to the UFC on a daily basis. They have many many fighters there already. So I believe like talking, getting, getting, getting with MTK was a great opportunity to get to get the, the contact with the UFC and get the next opportunity with, but also like sponsorships and all. I think would be. Instead of me trying to organize all, I I rather pass along and like worry about training and fighting instead of all this management part and let the professionals do they they think and I do what I'm good at that's fighting. Right, yeah, that, like delegate your tasks right so you can be productive. What you're good at, yeah, hundred percent. No extra stress. Um, so BFL, let's just say you win all three fights now. Which organization are you? Is there anyone you have a particular mind? We got Brave, One Championship, PFL. We got all these different organizations. I mean, uh, it's it's booming right now. Uh, is there anyone you have in mind? Any particular, or is it just you know, obviously UFC as well? But yeah, just, like uh, the goal is the UFC. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fight. I, I train every day to to become the best in my division in the world. So, and I know the best competition right now is in the UFC. I, I'm looking to train every day to in a couple in whenever my times come to fight guys like John Jones, Francis Ngannou, Sir again. Like that, that's still guys. I, it's on my head right now. I don't. I know there's a. I have a way to get there, but like I'm, I'm, I'm aiming to this guy right now. So uh, I'm really looking, if looking forward to make the to make the UFC. I really believe I have the skills to to do it. So it's just a matter of time. A couple more, couple more fights and. Uh, getting up a little bit more, getting my record a little bit better, like getting more momentum going on. And when the time's coming, I will get there and we'll, we'll scare up those guys for sure. I mean, you got enough time as a heavyweight. Um, heavyweights do peak at a late age and you're only 27. So the next one, two years in the UFC, you'll be very young heavyweight. I mean, I think the heavyweight division needs more of that young blood. So um, 
what's your opinion on uh so the UFC heavyweight division now we've got John Jones moving up Siragan um what's your opinion on the heavyweight division now when you see it now how does that kind of motivate you because even if we look back three years ago it's evolved so much within this like every year it's evolving the heavyweights they're getting more well-rounded so what's your opinion on the division right now like I honestly, I think there's four fighters I'm. I would be. Re- I'm really excited to see. I really like to see, and I think they are really high level, and they are the top of the game. Um, of course, Francis and uh, Gano, Sirgan, Stipe, and Joe Jones going to to heavyweight. I think those are the top four of the division. Then you have a big, a big lap, laps, and they have the rest of the division. You saw in the last, uh, the, the interim title fight, like Derek Lewis, who couldn't even see uh, and couldn't even find it again, and that was that was kind of sad to watch. Do you feel like the speed was the difference? Like you, some that's something you have from watching your fights. You got really good speed. Do you feel like these, the footwork and the speed is lacking within a lot of heavyweights? Not not just speed, like a, a lot a lot there's a lot of guys on, on the on especially the heavyweight division who are not really good fighters. They they have they have heavy chins, heavy chin and heavy hands and can they can take a punch and they can they drop people. They are KO artists, they are not fighters. Like guys like Sirogan and John Jones, for example, they're complete fighters. They can they are heavyweights, they but they can move, they can kick, they can go to the grind, they can they can they can row, they can wrestle. That's that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to beat uh to to separate myself off the basic heavyweight that just one punch KO. Like that's not me and that's that's the kind of guy who usually has very very much trouble finding finding me. So again, for example, um, I always say Derek Lewis would be a great guy to fight because I think like he's not—he's a great That's name, probably. not a really good fighter on skill set, but yeah, but because he has a really powerful hand and strong chin, he can—he can take it. He's up there, but bes- you feel like, you feel like, you feel like that's a bit of risky matter as well, because of the heavy hands, in your opinion. Yeah. Ev- like everyone in my division has heavy hands. That's the first thing we know on heavyweight's cool. Like heavyweight 101, one punch can drop you. That's the first thing we learn when we get in heavyweight school. After that, it's learning, getting more experience. So I can t- I proved it in my last fight. I can take a couple of shots and I have heavy hands as well. Like it's not because I'm smaller, but also technical and I know where, how to place my hand on top of it. And I can I can drop guys with a one punch. I have knees. I have kicks, elbows. I um I doesn't I don't need I don't need to rely on one weapon. I have many many things to, to do beside my wrestling game and ground game. I, I haven't I hadn't got to show yet, but I have pretty solid ground game too. Uh, nice. I mean, uh, that's a nice summarization. Actually, uh, we are seeing that gap after these four guys. Um, so um, I don't know the team you're training with. Is it because um, in Canada the main two gyms, TriStar, you got H2O, you got a few other gyms. Uh, what's your team name? Describe your team, your coaches, and how they're preparing you to make the UFC. Uh, I'm I'm a Franco kickboxing punk creation FKP MMA. My head coach is Chris Franco. He he's been in the business for many many years. Uh, he coaches uh, he. He he coached many fighters, like for example, Dennis Kang here in Canada. He 
I've legend. He referee, yeah, he referee under UFC. He fought like Dan Severa. He 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 went to he fought Super Brawl. Like he's a guy who 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 leave fighting for many many years. A guy who I I honestly I don't know. I haven't met anyone with the all around knowledge about MMA in general than him. Like I know guys who were really good in Muay Thai, really good in BJJ, but like for the MMA and have everything to right. so everything together there's a small like that yeah and i have a uh, jaden martin right now is uh one of the 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 guys who runs the gym as well is my main training partner he's a little he's a little he's around my weight a little bit low, um, lighter but faster so keeps me sharp and keeps me putting like he's with i take i use his uh, speed and pressure and, and cardio to keep me keep keep me up and on the top of the heavyweight division because if I can keep up with the speed and the card of the water weight, those yeah. those fat boys has no chance with me. Do, 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 uh, is it hard finding uh, finding uh, big um, heavyweight partners in Canada, or do you feel like you know what? There's plenty of guys that are coming that train with, or is it always you have to fight light heavyweight or? Because I know heavyweights have that problem generally because <laughs> they're just bigger people, so. It's hard. It, it's it's kind of hard. Some, but here in Vancouver, we have a couple good good guys to fight uh, on the region. Sometimes we can, we get together for my last couple uh, fight camps. I I got to I was I was sparring with Argent Bueller, the one FC heavyweight champion. We were kind of like in between camps together, so we we were sparring each other and trying to to help each other getting our get our wings. That's a great training partner because oh, 100%. The great wrestler, uh, you know, yeah, yeah very inspiring, even for my community. I'm from the South Asian community as well. So, someone like Arjun Bula, and he's come from Canada, wrestling, won the one championship. He even fought in the UFC, he had a winning record in the UFC. I mean, he, yeah, he left on his own accord. Um, that guy, that guy's a perfect partner for you. I mean, wrestling and everything, you wouldn't even need to go to America, or like we've seen in the past where people have gone from another country, go all the way to America. So, uh, how is it sparring with him? Do you feel like you know what you're confident you're at that level, training with a guy like that? Like we we come from, we come from different backgrounds, so we have to like we are, we have our advantage in different setups. Like I have a more versatile uh, striking kind of striking game, but I uh, I I got to learn a lot of from his wrestling. He's a uh, Olympic level wrestler, and that's that's kind of pressure you don't get anywhere. So it's. It's very good to train up guys like that. Like I know if I can keep up with a guy that's uh, uh, one one championship um, champion, I can keep up with many guys in my division. And yeah, it was good to feel my feel the time and pressure. And like we we worked each other's off. Like I I I believe I helped him a lot with my putting my striking in on. He even said after that like uh, was kicking him way harder than Vera did during the fight. So was kind of like and it was a kind of good for both of us we helped each other growing and getting better and that's well what's all about do, do you feel like um that kind of obviously pressure we're gonna see more of that now obviously you're moving to america and love ncaa wrestlers um is the wrestling the main thing you're preparing for obviously it's the all-round game but do you feel like the wrestling is the main thing you're playing for stuffing them takedown you being a striker a lot of guys will shoot in when you start hitting them. Do you feel like that is the 
the kind of training you're going for right now? Yeah, like no, I'm 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 actually like I'm I'm being working a couple of years already to be to be working on my defense wrestling and have a good control of off cage. I haven't getting take down my last two fights, and people and they try. Um, I I believe right now for my wrestling, I'm working on being offensive. I wanna just right now I'm I'm in a point that I believe I need to spend a little bit of my game my my playbook so. I'm working a little bit in my hands and my wrestling to add to the game already had of a very strong kickboxing white tie fighter. So um, the ref, it's very good. Would be very good for me having. Uh, it's been very good for me having the the wrestling training and get it on and adding adding up. Uh, I think just defense and offense. Like once I add both to my game and have a more well versed set up I think would overall would be really hard to to match up yeah I mean uh, that'd be great because the wrestling will set up the striking for you as well and mm-hmm. beside that like the thing about rest I, the thing how, how I see wrestling on MMA is the wrestling control where where the fight's going where the fight's gonna happen so if you're good like but if we were if the, my opponent's a great wrestler but I'm gonna beat if I can beat him in standing and on the ground. Doesn't matter where he puts the fight. I will just I will choke him out if he puts me down, and I will knock him out if he he keeps standing. Yeah, I mean, uh, like uh, for jiu-jitsu now, what, what what how are you training jiu-jitsu? Are you training gi, no gi, or is it purely no gi? You're not doing. So I come from a gi background uh, in Brazil, but since I moved to Canada and I started doing MMA. I made majorly no gi, so oh. I have a I have a, a purple belt from Brazil from uh, Marcel Mendes and Novunio from Novunio in Brazil, but I've been mostly training no, since I got here. I've been mostly training no gi. I've been do be, been done be doing BJJ since I was twelve years old. It's how I started this sport actually. So I'm very confident with my game and like with just working. Uh, so I I believe working. Uh, the the working the gi it's good to help you to develop as a martial arts as an athlete but as for MMA specific I think no training no gi is where I where I should what I should be doing anyway so yeah it's been working a lot my my ground game's been improving the last couple of years and I being specific for the way I fight and how I how I how I adapt myself on the game so for example since I don't go I wasn't going much for takedowns. I mastered a way to. At, I'm very offensive from my back, so I can go for leg locks, arm bars, chokes. I'm all over the place on my back, so I'm dangerous no matter where. Okay, that, that that's that's really interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, so you trained in Novo Nijav. Um, what's your? Uh, is, is that somewhere you're going to be training when you go to Brazil? Because you go, you want to go see your family. Is, it, is that a place where you'll be training then? Uh, um, once you get back to Brazil. And how long have you been in Canada for? I've been in Canada for six years already. I got here September 26, 2015. Oh, yeah, okay. six years. Six years. Well, six years next second, six years next week to be fair. Oh, okay. Wow. Six years. So yeah, and yeah I I have a great relationship with all my coach, all my previous coaches in Brazil, all my team that I used to train over there. Like I still keep in touch, I still follow the fighters and 
I even been one of my 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 friends camp the couple of years ago. Ariane Cardalasi, when she went, she did her debut on UFC. I was I went there to 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 be part of the team and and help out with just assisting uh, with the last last week of camp. Uh, and so yeah, every time in Brazil, I'm, I'm I'm there. I'm at a gym. I'm training with those guys, and I get. It's good because it got to see what's what they're in, using and learning over that, and I can bring it add to my game. So it's always like I, I love to train. I I I would do that every day, all day. So no matter where I am, I would find some place to train and awesome have those guys home that I can call family as well. Yeah, I mean, um, we've seen a lot of guys from Brazil go to America. So why Canada, particularly? Still. Yeah, no, it's a great question. Uh, because I didn't came to Canada for to fight. I I used to train there, but I was to train as an amateur, and I came more competitor and all. But I came here to study. Oh. Study and yeah, I came here to study and work. I, I graduated in graphic design here actually. Wow. And I because I was because I was already training as a way competing in Brazil. Uh, my coach, my coach here. Uh, saw me and asked you for one fight it was always a dream of mine have a one MMA fight so just a food experience always being always being in love with sports and always love the, the, the adrenaline and the experience and the second I stepped into the cage and, and started fighting I knew that was that was either one to, to, to my life and I was already in a good camp in Canada with a good structure work and and visa so that made no sense to me move to made another move i already have a family here right now so i'm very happy with my camp and my team and i believe canada it's it's been my home now okay wow okay that's that's a crazy story young after time maybe you can make a new logo for me now. <laughs> uh, uh yeah uh, that's actually- i haven't done anything in a while i haven't fighting i've been fighting for the last four years so i haven't touched like very open anything to to work on that to be honest maybe we could you can make a tea for us uh, <laughs> but yeah uh i mean that's something i mean you've got something in the back wall anything happens with your career i mean it's actually a great we don't see that a lot with fighters. we see a lot of fighters they retire and they don't know what you're doing is that something you want to get back into maybe after your career setting on uh graphic design or getting in that kind of field wait uh uh, I, th- I think it's a very interesting uh, field and I'll, if if I'd have to go if I got to go back there and and go back to the regular nine to five job they'll definitely go back for it that's because not the plan, obviously that's not the plan let's make the millions uh, uh, but yeah this uh, it's just great um, obviously we were talking about wrestling all this time uh, so Olympic gold medalist now uh, Gable um, Stevenson I'm sure you heard of him um, yeah. Uh, he he had to he was deciding between UFC and WWE. He's gone with WWE. Uh, what's your opinion on him and that kind of move? Do you feel like it was good that he went to WWE instead of the UFC? Like it, it's it's hard to say because like it's what I said. Doesn't matter. You can be as as good as you are in the wrestling. If but you it's not MMA is way way more than that. You need to have at least a grow some BJJ or some striking background to do it so. So maybe it was a smarter move to him to not risking his career and his image to to get himself beat up on MMA. I don't know. Yeah. 
because it's just like if you, he like there's only there's only one Khabib that can that can work with his wrestling no matter how. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, he might be getting into MMA and then get hit by a guy like yourself and realize. Yeah, like he, if he find he finds a striker that has good takedown defense, or even like he puts someone on their back and you get choked. Like you need to be more well well versed to fight MMA. It's not about being a great wrestling or a great striker or a great uh, BJJ practitioner anymore. Like that, that's early 2000s, 90 mentality. Right now you need to be, you need to be good and all over the place. If you, like, if you can master everything, more, more the merrier. I mean, there's more money in the WWE. And, uh, oh, and beside, beside the money, let's be honest, MMA is not the best thing sports is around. Anymore. <laughs> it's not for everyone, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, obviously, your uh, how many fights do you feel like you're away from the UFC? Like, if you look at your career now, maybe years, two years, three years. How long do you feel like you know what you're gonna get that signing? So there's uh, that's two answers for that question. One, how many fighters I need to be ready to a fight at UFC level? None. I'm ready to. I'm ready, ready to to be on that that level. I'm ready. You know, I already have a skill set better than many of the UFC fighters, in my opinion. Okay. Like, there's many guys on the roster who are not as skilled. There doesn't have as as many weapons as I am, and I, I'm I'm okay with that. And I would love to square with many of those guys and prove that. But uh, if it's about record recognition uh, and building up a career, maybe one two fights. I believe like. After after the next fight in mind, uh, we are my looking to have to fight a UFC veteran or a Bellator veteran, so we can add a good name on our on our record and then um, call attention a little bit more. But because it's not just about the fighting, it's not just about the skills. There's a little bit of politician knowing someone, having have fighting the right person at the right time, and we believe I I really believe within the next year I should I should be there. So. I want to ask this because I'm very. Um, I knew one fighter, uh, very top prospect here in the UK, uh, Mohammed Mokaev. So he he had an opportunity to get on Dana White's contender series, but he declined it. He said he'd rather get into the UFC directly. I would you be willing to get on Dana White's contender series, or do you feel like you know what I should just be in the UFC? Like because we've seen a lot of fighters now, they're kind of like nah, nah. I'd rather just take a few fights. And just get her. Is, is that something you're interested in? Would you be interested in that if Dana called you next year? Like, okay, you, you're on the contender series. Do you want to come on? Or as long as I'm health, like fighting is usually I see my I I'm a kind of guy that I um I need something to push forward. I if I don't have anything on my the horizon, I'm not gonna get better, and I want to get better every day. So I if I could if the if I'm healthy, I would fight every week. So I. I would not, I would love to fight contender series because just another fight and, and as long as I'm busy I don't matter it don't matter for me where I'm fighting some I know at some point I'm gonna become a UFC champion if it's gonna take two three four years five ten fights doesn't matter like it's just I just want to keep busy keep doing what I love and some point I'm gonna get there yeah I mean um, heavyweights have got more chance of getting signed anyways on contender series like generally if you look at it they're just 
Dana looking to sign heavyweights. Um, I mean, uh, heavy, the heavyweight kind of division now, it's kind of open. Do you feel like maybe in like literally you can get one, two fights and you see with the win, you're in the top 15, you'll probably even make the top 10. The division's not the most stacked in that sense. Do, do you feel like a guy like yourself, maybe one, two fights, you're there, you're right there in the mix? Yeah, like uh, I just and with the division the way it is right now, with um, top three, top four very away from the rest and everything kind of does it in the same bowl. Uh, to I would I would see myself want to fight the UFC. I'm already fighting on the to, uh, in the top a top ten contender or three fights to to go from, to trying to get a title a title eliminator. Like I I I don't. I know I I'm 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 patient. I will wait if I have to. But like if I if I should fight if I got the chance to fight for the, the belt tomorrow, give him the give him the freaking belt. I'm I'm game. Yeah, I mean, um, when you get to the UFC, which I believe you know we will, we talked about them top four guys. Who do you see as a champion? John Jones. Hundred percent. You're that confident. Hundred percent. I. Like I believe he, it's the the only thing my my problem is if was if he was just gained away without getting the mess, just getting uh, that way. But oh. he's been he's been taking his uh, transition very slowly and very carefully from what we can see uh, from social media and from what he says and all the time he's taking. So I believe he's preparing himself to carry himself to carry all the extra weight and he's he has more weapons than any of the guys in the roster right now and i i don't see like i see like with his speed and technique and the fight iq is it's going to be really hard to to not see uh, jones as long as he's fighting and not doing any stupid shit he will he will be the champion and i'll be ready i'll be there waiting for my chance to to fight with him that's my dream fight I dream every night with this guy. Like that would be my fucking dream fight. Yeah, I mean, do, do, do you feel like uh, who do you feel like he's fighting? Cyril Gane or um, Francis Ngannou? Francis, I think I think Cyril uh, Gane. He's he's a good fighter, but uh, Francis, it's he has a, pre- a kind of pressure, especially in the beginning. I don't think Gane will will keep it, but. We'll, we'll stay awake for it, but if I think it's going to be a great fight, I think game is its game. He has all the weapons to do it. So, but I think just uh, Francis is a little bit too much for him. Okay, that, that's interesting. Do you think Francis knocks him out for the second round? Yes, or? knocks him out. I think he is just he had to work a little bit his wrestling, and he's been doing that and the show against Tipe. Uh, if he can, if he can keep that the same pressure for uh, more than one round, he's definitely gonna be a da- he's he's gonna be dangerous every day. And he's he looks he, he's not slowing down. He's moving forward, so he's definitely a guy, a guy to watch out for sure. I just I honestly from my heart, I feel Jones is a more complete fighter, and he can he could manage that. But uh, be, right behind uh, Francis, it's is he's right there. And the mental aspects, as I feel like Jones is 
mentally just like unbreakable in that sense. It's fight. It's different. It's got uh, the difference from Jones from the, uh, from those guys. I think is the fight IQ. Like he he's very smart on when he's fighting. That's how I try to to post myself. Like trying to to be calm all the time, see everything, know where to go. Like not just the knockout for knockout, but like. It, they always go for the fight, find the route to, to find to fight different fighters, different ways. There's always a way. He always find a way around his his opponents and doesn't. It's not necessarily the same. And I think that um, yeah, that's the, the biggest difference. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Honestly, like um, I I read a lot of things online. People saying oh, uh is gonna knock out Jones, and I'm just like, I think it's just forgetting how much. Jones has done like for me is a pound for pound number one. Like I think people are just, just like just like bashing him. Really, they just don't want him to be that. But the guy's too good. What can I say? Um, he's where everyone's trying to be at with the fight IQ and the way he fights. And yeah, he's just ahead. Uh, do Do you feel like I want to talk about you being from Brazil now? I want to talk about a few Brazilian fighters now. So um, yeah, Glover's fighting for the belt. No, is fighting for the live here, but how do, how, do you see him winning that fight against Han Blackwood? Uh, I think that's the most winnable um, light heavyweight champions in so, in so long. Yeah, for Glover. So, no, for any other fighter, like oh, okay. Glovovitz, it's like since we had, like, since Shogun, I don't think, like, even before, like, yeah, have Shogun Mashida, Jones, 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 DC, Jones again, and now Blakovic. I think it's most like, like it's not the easiest fight, but like it's most yeah, most winnable. And I think like I don't know how it's gonna be, how Glover are gonna come with because of his age and cardio and all. But like he, he's he's a machine. Like he's been doing he's been doing there forever. He's finally got his shot and like. I really hope he he brings it home. He really deserves. He's been working very hard for many years to get there. Yeah, he's become like Habib <laughs> with the theory. He just starts mauling guys that just finishes them. Uh, yeah, I feel like Glover's was one of them guys where he got in too late. Like, of, he, yeah, he should have been there before Jones was there. And I honestly think he would have been champion. So I think uh, it was just unfortunate, like with the visa issues. And so, do, do you do you have Glover winning? Say again? You, do you think Glover will win? I I I hope so. I I it's um it's gonna be based on his cardio, to be honest, and how how much he can keep up with his game before before getting t- tired. But I, I my money my money would be on him. Okay, interesting. Um, so I'm talking about another guy now. He fought in Glory. He just finished his contract. I don't know if you heard of him, uh, Alex Pereira. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so he's a Glory kickboxer. He was um. He was the only guy to knock out Adesanya. So you probably have heard of him. I heard, I heard about him, yeah. Uh, yeah, Brazilian guy. He, he's just signed with the UFC now. Oh, I didn't know that he just signed. So, so he's, he's uh, just signed with the UFC. He's having his first fight. Do you feel like he's probably one of the few guys that could beat Adesanya because of that kickboxing record? And he's not again beat him twice in kickboxing, so... We gotta see how is how is his other weapons as well, how is wrestling and uh, grappling. But he he done before. Why not now? They he's got crazy knockout power. So he, uh, I I seen a couple of his highlights uh, before, and like he he's he's had skills. He's a good striker. 
he can definitely like on on if it was just kickboxing he could th- definitely do it but like he, he, he just needs to work to be at the gym working on his other tools and if he can put everything together he might be a good uh, contender soon you feel like a guy like Adesanya wouldn't grapple with him just because of the ego kind of the two losses do you feel like if he was in MMA he'll strike with him I don't know like oh, there I always think like ego goes away once you're in once you're taking the pressure and you're getting bit up your ego goes to the window like you need yeah, you get in survival mode and you, yes. you, you he, he needs to do what he needs to do to win if he, he he's getting bit up and so let's see I think it's going to be a good matchup and it's going to be fun I think the Walter Bay division is getting nice uh, very interesting okay. again Yeah, middleweight, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Easy slip up there. Both, they're both like the two confusing, most confusing divisions. Um, so, uh, obviously, now I'm going to ask you a few lighter questions. Uh, we'll start off with your favorite striking technique. My favorite striking technique is uh, my niece. I think niece striking from the yeah. clinch, it's, it's like the killing. This little... Good need to to deliver from the clinch that wins won me many fights. I know I noticed that in the Chris Larson fight, the knees you added in a few with your combos. Um, they seem to have a, a big effect on him. Um, okay, so knees uh, submissions. Your favorite uh, um, your favorite submission. My favorite submission, I, I'm a, I'm a hero guy. I've been working on my back to go to leg locks, and that's what I love to do. Like, at, if I'm going, give, if you leave, stand your leg in my way, I'm, I'm bringing it home and put on my wall. All right, nice. Uh, your favorite, as long as you're not like Paul Harris, then it's fine, I think. Uh, uh, your, your favorite um, fighter? John Jones. John Jones, okay. Yeah, that's your uh, most desirable matchup as well, right? Yeah, it's like he. I I have Joan Jones and Anderson Silva is the guy who who got me to who opened my eyes to the sport again. And I, I was training BJJ, but when I saw his fight with uh, Sony in the first fight, I said, "Oh, this is very cool." That was the first. It's the first time I remember MMA in, on TV. But like as a fighter, well-rounded, what he's been doing, I think John Jones, uh, it's Anderson John Jones for sure. Yeah. All right, nice. I mean, Anderson's uh, boxing Tito T's now. I know. I'm excited. I'm gonna see, it. and also uh, Holyfield and Belfort. It's gonna be interesting. I don't know, man. I'm a bit. Uh, I don't know if Holyfield should be fighting, but uh, it probably shouldn't, man. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Vito might be jacked up, so. That, that's my that's what I'm scared of like if it's my TRT Victor that's gonna be that's wow. that won't be fun to to Evander for sure yeah how do you see Anderson fighting Tito do you think Anderson finishes him 100% like yeah uh, he only prime Anderson would be would be Chito right now it's like especially after he after his last fight he looked very comfortable boxing actually I was so surprised he beat a former world champion. Like, I've never seen I, that in MMA and boxing. Like, that would never happen the other way around. Like, I don't no. think that would happen. Uh, so, it was, it was actually quite... And I find it weird that boxing fans don't mention that. They always mention that MMA guys do it. I'm like, uh, a, a 40-year-old 
beat a former world champion who's had over 50 boxing matches so in boxing so yeah it's very impressive yeah so I see Anderson just you know finishing T.O. maybe the f- first two rounds uh, you're obviously you're you're in a situation now you're in a bar you need one or two fighters with you backing you up who, who you got say again you're in a situation in a bar, in an altercation. You need two fighters with you. Who are the two fighters with you? To back me up? Yeah. Uh, I'll go for... Um, I'll go Khabib. Okay. Because he just never stopped. Like, he, he can fight for days. And I, I would go Khabib and Anderson. Okay. Okay, all right. Anderson, you, Anderson will probably be doing the uh, martial art kind of movie... Um, yeah, he he actually the guy is still gonna get in the fight, and because he all with his style of just playing around, people want to try to beat him up, and Khabib uh, jumps in. All right, nice. And the la- last question is um, the biggest fight now. So um, Ka- uh, Kyle Machado versus his next opponent. How, do, how does this fight go? Friday. How, how does fight go? Like I, I will start pressuring him right on the bat. Like be, I want to be on his face, in and out, in but like always make him move forward, make him make him move backward, make him uncomfortable, and just like grind the shit off his face until like he drops or I get opportunity to go to the floor. I would love to to show up with some some, some ground game and go to so submission. But I'm not picky right now. I'm focused on um, on to 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 win, build my record, and go to the UFC. So whatever happens first, if I get it, uh, gonna happen. You heard it, people. Uh, it's, it's gonna be an exciting fight Friday. First of all, gonna be for where can people watch it? And uh, so BFL, it's exclusive on the UFC Fight Pass. So if you if you're from Vancouver, I think they still have a couple uh, tickets available. But if you're watching anywhere else in the world, uh, UFC Fight Pass, BFL 69, the great number for, for a card. That'll <laughs> 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 be the co-main event and against uh, Rand McCarthy. That'll be, be my number as well. 60, what? I mean, the number will be easy to remember as well. So Right. It's going to be easy to remember and uh, I'll be right there in the uh, we'll be right there, big in the poster, the 69 next to my face. And yeah, against Randy McCarthy's journeyman guy who's been, who's been around for, for a while. He's been fighting. He's been, had many fights in his career. So won't be an easy fight, but like I'm prepared. I'm ready. So just expect a show. Like I'm, I'm there for to put in on a show right now to see, to prove, to show to the matchmakers of the UFC and everyone Watching that, I'm I'm on that level, and I just want to get there as soon as I can and keep moving forward in my career. So sorry, buddy, it's not it's my time now. You heard it. I mean, um, I think the submission should be a no satchel because of the card name. I think a no satchel would be appropriate. But um, you heard it, people. Uh, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout out to? Or, yeah, um, just keep. Yeah. Oh damn! Sorry, I just dropped my mic here. Sorry, I don't know if that um, changed anything to uh, just give you one sec. I need to get the, the link here. I, I always mix up pronunciation, so I don't want to get anything wrong. But oh, here we go. 
Uh, first of all, I want to I thank everyone at FKP MMA, Chris Franco, Jaden Martin, everyone at FKP MMA family. Thanks for the, the training, the support, and all these years of work. We are getting there pretty soon, and every day it's been a, it's been a great journey. Those are my, these are my family. Also, my family in Brazil, my family here, Gabby and my new, uh, my baby Leo, two months old. He's the light of my life. I'm so, so happy with fatherhood right now. Also, big shout out with, um, to Four Media uh, PR that are doing uh, media work for me, social media support. Also, MTK MMA with, for the management with that's hookahs up and are doing good for my career. And also all the sponsors that's supporting the team. Uh, Body Fuse Inc. with all, all the um, nutrition, food, and all around. Rodolfo Zanin, my nutritionist, that gives me in tra um, and trainer to, in weight trainer that gives me all the the outside of the gym kind of workout that I need to do, plus portions and proper nutrition for the job. Uh, DOM products uh, and service, the Van Burn Group, uh, Drive Marketing Group, uh, Action Athletic Wear, and uh, Who Seat Bros Venture Inc. They all are local companies of Vancouver that have been supporting and believing on my dream. And I really appreciate that. It's very hard for a fighter to, to, to have a support in the beginning. And like the life of athletes, especially in the beginning, is not easy. Trying to pay the bills and live off a dream that takes so much time and um, doesn't give too much money right away. So... I really appreciate all those guys and thank you again uh, to having me here. So it was a pleasure and yeah, let's do that again with another belt on that shelf behind me. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's honor having you on. Uh, where can people find you? If they want to contact you. Uh, yeah, my social medias are on Bigfoot Machado on, on Bigfoot Machado on Twitter, uh, Bigfoot, on this, Bigfoot Machado on the score MMA on Instagram and Kyle Bigfoot Machado on Facebook. Uh, all my social medias are there. If you want to give me a shout, talk to me, say hi. Um, I'm a nice guy. I, I won't buy. Yeah, right. Kyle Machado, people. See, see, see you in the future, man. Thanks for having me again. <laughs>